0: This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show
1: your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco? The
2: Dallas Cowboys select Tyler
3: Smith. And now, your host, Kyle Yeomans.
1: It is the Draft Show sponsored by Miller Lite. Brian brought us here. God, I'm so happy to be back in this chair. I love Kyle, but it's kind of funny sitting on the other side over there. I like, I like kind of directing this. I like to make my scouts uncomfortable. How about that for an opening today, guys? <laughs> That's good. Uh-huh. You ready to roll
0: today with me? I'm not trying to be uncomfortable today.
1: You ready? You're not, you're not interested in being uncomfortable today talking mm-hmm. about the NFL draft?
0: Nah, my anxiety can't take it.
1: Can't take it? Nah,
0: but it's okay. I'm, I'm here, though. I'm here, though. Let's rumble, I guess.
1: Aisha Morrison, the voice of my, one of my favorite scouts, young scouts, uh-huh. trying to get it done. What you, what's going on with you?
0: I'm fine. You I'm good? Just, I'm here. I think it's the chair. I ain't used to being over there. You
1: know, my direct line of sight,
0: mm. is
2: that bothering you a little bit today?
0: Probably. It's probably it? stressing me. And then Bobby's over there. I'm
2: and, trying to get my laptop to turn on, people. Uh-oh. That's what I'm trying to do.
0: Oh, no. We need the goods.
2: We
1: do need the goods. That's the voice of Bobby Belt, 105.3, the fan. Just got off his morning show. I'm sure he did some great work. Robert, thanks uh, for being here. That's overselling it. it. That's for, thank you. And then my, uh, my teammate on the afternoons on 105.3, Zach Wolchuk. Again, all my scouting buddies here. You know me, guys. I'm not going to waste a lot of time here. I'm not going to waste a lot of time because I don't believe in wasting time on the draft show.
0: Oh, God.
1: I don't believe in that Perfect. at all. Perfect. But, yeah, I mentioned this draft show is sponsored by Miller Lite. Uh, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. It is Miller time. All right, I'm going to get to this as we uh, as we embark on. This, wait, wait, 49 days now? Didn't we say we were 50 days? Yep. so yesterday? 49 49 days. Jeez. 49 days until we get to sit in this room and kind of dissect everything that's going on. I do want to ask you guys some questions, and this is kind of how this thing's going to go today. I'm going to. Uh, we're going to try and cover a lot of content early in this thing. Uh, with some players. I want, I, want to, I want to get my guys' opinions. I want to get my scouts' opinions on some of these guys that they're struggling with, maybe some guys they're willing to fight for. We'll do some Twitter on the 20. But then in the, uh, the last part of this show, we're going to draft for the NFC East, and we're going to take Dame Brugler's mock draft. And I've got some names. I'm going to give my scouts a choice here that they can draft for the Eagles at 10. And I'm going to give my scouts some choice for the Commanders and for the Giants, and then we'll get to the Dallas Cowboys with the names left, and we'll try and, and try and kind of work through this thing in that regard. So, uh, you guys ready to ready to get going today? Hell yeah! Everybody Let's good? do
2: this. Never been more ready.
1: Got gotcha. you, Bobby Belt, mm-hmm. Give me a guy that you'll absolutely fight for in this draft. Somebody that you would, you know, if you said, listen, give me the one opportunity. There's a lot of times in these war rooms where these scouts, as they put their board together, they will fight for a particular person. Whether it's somebody that they're on that island by themselves, maybe they've got another scouting buddy involved with them. But give me one guy that you would absolutely fight for. Stand up on the table, bang the table, beat people up to get on your football team.
2: Okay, so are are we talking about guys that have no chance at getting to Dallas 26 or more somebody that we think will be there at some point when they're picking?
1: You can give me the guy you absolutely – one of your favorite players. And I'm not talking about a pet cat, but give me somebody – I love this guy, but you know what? At 26, if he gets there, I'm going to cause a ruckus in that room.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that when you look at if for some way, somehow, obviously, a guy that would have to slide there would be Joey Porter Jr., um, who I love. Uh, and I think is the perfect type of corner that they would want here in Dallas, the perfect type of player that uh, Joe Witt and Dan Quinn could use in the scheme uh, that they need, a guy who uh, measured in six two and 34-inch arms, which is absurd. Mm-hmm. Um great length great size great uh i think play strength a a high iq a good awareness the but that one i don't think is is very realistic and so the guy i keep coming back to him and i know we've mentioned him a couple times over the last couple of weeks the guy i keep coming back to that i think is realistically there and i'd be willing to fight for among a group of players is luke musgrave the tight end from oregon state because i think that luke musgrave to me is going to be better value where he is than any of the receivers i, I honestly like musgrave more than i like any of the receivers more than I like Jackson Smith and Jig, but more than I like mm. Jordan Addison, more than I like Quinton Johnson, because I think they all have warts about them that other receivers haven't necessarily had uh, in recent years when we've had some of the really high-end top talent at receiver. Um, but Musgrave, to me, just the... The footwork, uh, I, I think the hands uh, – now, obviously, the, the question with him has also been about his availability, his injury history, his durability. Um, but if you're just talking to me about what type of a player he can be, that's a guy that if you put him in the offense next year, he's a 1,000 yards. To me, easy. And And I think that he can replace what Dalton Schultz did for you, and he can do more. He can stretch the field more. And he is the type of vertical tight end that I think – really threatens defenses the way that Jerry has talked about recently on the bus and the way that uh, I think some people around this team have talked about that they'd like to find a really dynamic threat there.
1: Zach Wolchuk, he just said that he would fight for Musgrave over Smith and Jigba. Uh I've known you now through this draft process that that is your favorite player. Is, in fact, that the guy you're going to fight for, or do you not feel he is going
4: to be there at 26 for you? I don't think he'll be there at 26. And if he is, the league has made a a terrible error in evaluation by letting this guy slide. Now... I'm going to go with somebody else because I think you guys know my affinity for Jackson Smith and Jigba. Ohio State Haven't wide receiver, yeah. Ohio State wide receiver, and who I think is the best wide receiver in the draft, and, and people might be overthinking that he's not uh, when you look at some of his college teammates that have come in and been productive, and, and they've applauded him for already being better. I, I'm going to go with an edge rusher here. And this is a guy who I kind of had as a fringe first-rounder, but it is uh, King Felix is what I call him. Felix and Adike Uzoma from Kansas State. I I love this dude. And I don't think you can ever go wrong with taking an offensive or defensive lineman. I don't know if the Cowboys... uh, We haven't heard a lot of edge rusher when it comes to them in the first round. But if they decide, hey, the corners aren't there, the tight end, it can stretch a little bit. Maybe we don't want to go tight end. The receivers, they get wiped out. This might be a guy that... I think could be the best player on the board and I saw a lot of like Robert Mathis like traits in his game. This dude competes his ass off. Does not quit. High motor. Always working, compact build, quick off the ball, does give up some size, right? So he's not the biggest dude in the world. 6'4, 255. He's he's big enough. Yeah. But he, he doesn't look huge on tape when you watch him play. He's got multiple ways to beat you, which is why I love him. He shows multiple pass rush moves. He's got good hands. He switches sides. He can play both the right and the left end. You know, we talked about. What if the Cowboys make some cap moves? Yeah, Bobby, you talked about this yesterday on our show with like a Dorance Armstrong or something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe defensive end all of a sudden is a sneaky need for them. They need to replenish that. I think this is a dude that can come in day one and be an impact type of player for you. I think he's NFL ready.
1: Zachary, give me your list of defensive ends.
4: Okay, give me, give me your defensive ends ends down to that player. So I've got Will Anderson one at, at, at Alabama. Uh, I've got Tyree Wilson at two. Give me Miles Murphy. Then Nolan Smith okay. out of Georgia. So you feel like all those guys are going to be gone? I think they'd all be gone. Okay. I do. I uh, ma- you. Ma- <laughs> ma- like Nolan Smith to me was a guy that could have been around there, but I think he tested so well the that, combine, that, he's that, gone. That, there we go. yeah. There's no way. And then people seem to love Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. Yeah. I didn't see it personally. Like I think okay, I'd rather hold have that, Felix. Hold that thought because I'm going to get to
1: something when we get back through okay. this. Okay. Hold that thought about him. But you're looking, for the, you're looking for an edge because you're thinking maybe you're going to be wiped out at receiver. Possibly. You're thinking you're not enamored with the tight ends that might be there. And you're not enamored with any potential guard that could be there, oh, right? Sure. Okay. Tell me about it, Scout. Who do you got?
0: Mm. If Kalaja Cansey from Pittsburgh is still there, I might, I might act a fool. I like him. I like his flexibility. I like how he shoots gaps. I just like how active he is, and he's vicious as a DT. It looks like possibly he might have some – I don't know how some teams feel, but similar to – Tommy that performed really well um well, I can't perform uh, at a at a barre that performed really well at the at the, the Northwest Northwestern, Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah similar to him I think some teams think that this guy may have some flex on the edge possibly because he is such an athlete so when you look at okay well maybe you have a need for edge situationally, and you're trying to find another DT to come in here, clog up some some uh, some of these lanes and shoot these gaps. I mean, he's 275. I think he tested at like I think he was close to 280. So, yeah. So, yeah, Kalijah Cansey is a guy I might act the 44 if he's there, but I don't know if he's going to be there. Uh,
2: so, I, I think that Kalijah Cansey is really, really good, and I would love him here in Dallas. Um, I think that, again, because you mentioned – the Cowboys specifically do like flexibility. They like guys who can bump inside, outside. Yeah. They like guys who can play a bunch of different spots. I think for them, specifically here in Dallas, can't see especially as an edge. I don't think they would ever put him at edge just because of the length. Because mm-hmm. the arms came in what? the arms? Yeah, she were, was talking about yeah, other, yeah. other teams. No, 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 maybe no, no, maybe no. Maybe. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I am yeah, just talking yeah, about yeah, fighting yeah. for him here in Dallas is yeah. what I'm referencing. Yeah, now. right, right. Um, is that... That's worth of it, but I would love him as long as they're okay saying we got a guy who's going to basically play three technique for us, and that's all he does. Yeah, I mean that's all Oso Digizua does. That's all other guys have done for them before. Uh, then I'm all on board with that. Uh, I like Zach talking about uh, Ano DK Zoma. There was an interesting note. I was doing some research. One of the things I do when I'm out at combine, I'm just trying to find statistical notes, things yep. like that. Production wise, he's in a league all on his own. So he is the only FBS player to combine for at least 25 tackles for loss and more than five forced fumbles over the past two seasons. So he's performing at a really high level uh, in a conference that people rag on all the time for their defense. Yeah, um, And so, I, I mean, I think production-wise, he's great. The traits are really interesting with him. Um, and so, I mean, I think those are both good names.
0: Yeah, and you you mentioned the traits and all of that stuff in the production. When we were talking to Will McClay on the draft show, I was a word that he used – he used adamantly, like production is important to them, and how um, I'm, I'm assuming that that's something that they're looking at more so moving forward. So that's important as well.
1: I do like the I, I do like all the ones that you guys are talking about here. The Cansey one is very interesting to me. Because, like I say, I've been fortunate. If you and I have had the discussion about Leroy Glover Mm -hmm. when I was in pro personnel here with the Cowboys, and I'll never forget, you couldn't have driven a nail up my butt when Jerry (laughs) Jones asked me, (laughs) you know, we're about to hand this guy $5 million. You okay with that? And it it took every bit of confidence that I had to say, yeah. Because you're talking about a shorter guy, Mm -hmm. but you're talking about a guy like what Aisha's talking about, disruptive you know, plays up field, tackles for loss, things like that. I mean that that to me is a very interesting you know interesting thought. The guy I would fight for is Bijan Robinson. That's the guy I would fight for.
0: Dang, I didn't want to be. I didn't want us to be. No, and,
2: and and I love that. And I know that that's that's your dude, fair. that should do. That should that shouldn't have to be a fight. It shouldn't. Be. And, and, and But I But I
1: think. But I think where I think it will be a fight is. I don't I worry about how this Cowboys are gonna handle this running back
2: situation. Positional value.
1: I mean, yeah, they've got twenty eight million dollars right now tied up in running backs.
0: Oh
2: god. You know,
1: that's 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 a fact. But you know, to me, I would have personally started over is what I would have done. I agree. I would have started over and I would have started with B. John Robinson is who I would have started with. That's the guy I that's the guy I kind of I, I you know, if somehow some way he were to get to me. It would be really hard for me to say, guys, that's the best player on the board right now, isn't it? Oh, it, it? it would, I, and it I would look, be. I would look every one of you in the
4: eye and say that, and I would make, I would challenge you to tell me that it's not true. No, and, and I would agree with you. My thing is, I feel like in this entire process, and you've done this a long time, Brian Bijan Robinson. I've also done radio a long time too. Bijan so. <laughs> Bijan might be winning this more than any other player. Because you look at the combine and it's like, okay, you're trying to match up, just just match up what I saw on film. He tested well. The interview process seemed like it went well. The tape is fantastic with him. I am just finding it harder and harder to believe he's gonna be available when the Cowboys are on the clock.
0: Yeah, um, you mentioned that you would start over. I so my only thing about the starting over is you are installing a new not a totally new, but a new offense this upcoming season. Sure. Would that possibly be a reason why maybe you wouldn't just start over? Because I did. I saw a lot of people talking about that with uh, with Tony Pollard getting yeah. franchise tag. Like, I would have just started over or whatever. But do you, is there some pause with the fact that you are bringing in a new offense? You have a new running back coach? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of shifting going on to just be like, hey, Rook, let's go out there and do it. Let's sure. get it done.
1: I kind of feel like with him – I'm loading the wagon and let let okay, him well, in.
0: No, I mean to me. It, you think I, he's that good?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, he is that. Good. Oh, I, I think so. Yeah. And, he and, is. And, the, and the thing about it is, the kid Gibbs from Alabama might be just as good. He close.
0: To, he close. That's yeah, what yeah. i about to say. He, yeah.
1: See, to me, if if you were to if you were to step up in that room and say, Broadus, you're wrong. We got Gibbs, tag, touching Robinson's tag. Why can't you just wait? Why that that's a better player? I would respect. I would respect one of you if you said that to me. And I think you would. I think you would say, wait a minute, Brian, what about that Alabama kid? Why why are we not talking about him right now? You know? So, so I I I appreciate that. All right. Let's go around real quick if we can. Because we got Twitter on the 20 coming up. I want to get to these questions too. But I also want to know, is there a guy that that if it turns into he's he's there? And you're like, listen, I'm not trying to kill these kids. You know, when it, when it comes to, you know, not wanting them. Mm-hmm. But is there a pick that they would make that you would say, mm, that's a little tough? I, mean, I always call it the pin throw, where you know, yep. darn, you know, that kind of thing, where a guy goes and stuff like that. Zach, you got a player that if they took him, you would just pause. I'm not saying you would just totally. I mean, you as a scout, you would put it
4: down, you'd mark it on your sheet. And you just get ready for the next pick. You know, in the first round, and I've seen this, and I don't think that this guy's a first rounder, uh, but it's it's Ika out of Baylor. Yeah. Like I don't think this dude's a first round pick for me. Defensive and I, tackle. Defensive tackle, and I think that I, I I've I, and, and you know I've gone back and forth about this. I, I think Mozzie Smith is just better yeah. personally. But I mean, I, I looked at him, he's a big body, uh, he's got a good anchor. He, he's good at the point of attack, and he's got good awareness and a feel for the game in terms of I think he's really good in the screen game, but I just didn't, I was just underwhelmed watching him. I just didn't see a ton of production, and I feel like Could that's, you be
1: really wrong about him? I could be. 100% I could yeah. be wrong
4: about him, because yeah. he's got some, you know, I can see the Vita Vea type of comparison. Like, sure. he's a dancing bear type, Yeah. and it might have just been the games I watched. Yeah. Maybe the production, maybe it was just a lacking there, but if they were to take, and I don't think they would. The Cowboys don't seem like they put a massive value in defensive tackle to take him at 26 yeah but Siaki Ika I'd be like man we they could have gone somewhere else another guy would be Trenton Simpson out of Clemson Mm. I just don't see it with Trenton Simpson personally I think that dude is a bust waiting to happen
0: oh don't say that I I really do say all that I would just say he's standard
1: okay well give me give me your guy
0: uh Y'all don't Again, kill, don't uh, kill me.
1: No, no, we're not. It's not about. This is not about. This would be the guy that if they took. And I'm just saying if it, the guy in the room. Because there's times I trust me. I've sat in that room and we've taken players, and I've just put my head down and wrote wrote the name down on the on the sheet and moved to the next guy. That's what I did. So I'm not trying to I'm not trying to just you know kill these kids. I'm just saying who's that name that you have. And maybe it's a guy you're struggling with. I'll tell you my guy real quick is the guy at the Iowa is, – is Van Ness. I, I struggle with
4: him. Yeah, mean if, too. And
1: if they took Van Ness, I would, I would put my head down and write the name on and would probably be damn wrong about the guy. Yeah. You know, I probably would be. But that's kind of the – I'm just trying to get a feel where you are in the room when we make this pick if it's one of these guys – My room's not going to be very happy right now. Sure.
0: It depends. For me, it depends on what what they're looking for. But I would be confused a little bit if they took Drew Sanders from Arkansas. Okay. Okay. I would be confused because of how he plays and what he does.
1: These linebackers you've said all along are not wowing you. I
0: mean, yeah, that's fair. They're not. Yeah, that's fair. No,
1: just own that yeah. cuz I agree with yeah, you 100%. I don't I don't I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I I'm, I'm struggling with these guys.
0: Well, I think that he gets a lot of the uh, attention because of the pass rush ability, oh, because yeah. of the fact that he can do other things that aren't just linebacker stuff. But for this defense, I mean, they rush safeties when they need to. Yeah. They 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 rush from the tackle. Like they do so much from a rushing standpoint that that to me would be to add him would be helpful, but at the same time it would be like, do I need this or do I need a true linebacker right now to man the middle of the field so Micah can do whatever he want to do? Yeah. Well, and so so and I would be weirded. It would be like, all right, he might be the best linebacker technically. Yeah. Because he can rush the passer as well. But does he fit into this defense right now? That's me.
1: Yeah. It's good time, Bobby.
0: What about you,
2: Bobby? Um, a couple guys, probably, and it's one of them that I, I, I like the potential, but uh, Keely Ringo in, mm. in the first oh. round would be a little tough. Now, see, they, they've developed a reputation here in Dallas for when they bank on traits and they take somebody that a lot of people are like, oh, really raw, the traits are there, but that's raw and there's a lot of questions. It's worked out for them a lot yeah. in the last decade. And so I would, I would have my most optimistic view of if they are doing it, then I'm trusting that they know what kind of a study and what kind of a student and worker this guy will be, so that would be one. More than Ringo even for me would probably be Keon White from Georgia Tech.
1: I've not seen Keon White from Georgia Tech myself. I would I would struggle with that. And I know a lot of people are mocking him. And I've yeah. seen guys like have him in their top fifty, like
0: at twenty one. It was his senior bowl. It was a senior bowl. Well, I mean, the traits I are there. Yeah. I,
4: I could get on board with Keon White. At 26? I think he's got upside. Yeah. I mean, look, I think 26 is rich, but if the Cowboys made that pick, I'd be banking on they know something. They've hit on first rounders, and I don't see a Taco Charlton here. I mean, I see a guy that's got a quick get-off. I mean, he he's a he's a former tight a basketball player, that, they, yeah. and you can see that body. Uh, he, he, I mean, he's got a strong bull rush. I think he's got a good combination of speed and power off the edge. I think that's a dude that could end up being a really a well, and big, and
2: big difference between Keon, Keon White and Taco Charlton. Keon White can bend,
4: yeah. yeah. And Taco
2: Charlton didn't show a lot of that. Uh, at least I didn't think so but, when he was at Michigan. But
4: I only bring up Taco because Cowboy fans, right? If you don't like the pick, that'd be the the, the immediate comp. Like, yeah. oh, they just they just busted on another first rounder here with with Taco taking a defensive end. And don't look at me like that. So you think uh, no, he's an just...
0: early second round guy?
4: I think he's a second
2: rounder. Uh, I wouldn't have I him. In my, I don't think second. I'd have him in my top I, fifty.
4: The problem I'm struggling with, and I mentioned Van Ness. I had Van Ness over him, and I'm not a Van Ness fan. Dang. Yeah. See, I see more explosiveness in in yeah. White than Van Ness, but I think I wonder. And you brought this up with the defense and the, the way the Cowboys' defense is set up. I wonder if it's the way Iowa played Van Ness. I, that has me a little timid on him.
1: They they are play Iowa's got it's amazing they've got the players they do and they and they are and you brought it up about how technically sound they are and tough and you know all these things about it. Every time I've seen I've liked an, an Iowa guy Iowa guy he's kind of let
4: me down a little bit. I like bit. that linebacker I mean, Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's
0: Oh yeah. He's yeah, I mean Jack Campbell. Yeah, he's one of He might
4: best. be the best linebacker in the draft. It's
0: getting close. It's getting, I mean, as we get down to the wire and you start really looking at what everybody can do, yeah. you're like, yeah, okay. But he, te- like, we talked about it. He tested so much better than what I thought he was yeah. going to, Jack Campbell.
4: He was surprisingly efficient in coverage. Yeah. Like, what he does, being able to drop into zone and yeah. affect the slants. And his and, hips just uh.
0: flip naturally. I was, I was surprised. He was a bright spot to me. I was surprised by him, too.
4: All right.
1: I appreciate your guys' <laughs> thought about that. He got through that okay, right? It was solid.
4: I'm okay. with you on Keely Ringo. Oh
0: though. no, I didn't say Osiris Torres at 26.
4: Go. Oh, you don't. Like, you don't
2: like <laughs> no, Osiris? no,
0: no, no. I just want to see Bobby's face. I,
2: I just, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I, I doubt there's a alignment. Like if Skaronsky got down there, okay, we can play. But just in general, I think application of resources. I don't know that I want to pick a alignment. Darnell Wright. It. I don't think I want to pick an offensive. At a Tennessee, lineman. oh right, it. I like t- I right take Darnell right in, a in the heartbeat. I don't want to take another offensive lineman at twenty six. I just I don't know that that's a effective use of resources given the holes you have on this team right now.
0: All right, that's so fair.
1: I like it. All right, well, we'll, we'll uh, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and we're going to play a little Twitter on the twenty. We'll get to your questions. We'll do that next on the draft show.
2: Hey Cowboys fans, if you're looking for a
3: full-time or part-time job, check out Liberty Tax, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. If you've got tax experience and want to help your community with their finances, you're the perfect candidate. No tax experience? We also offer in-person tax school courses locally. Liberty Tax has 79 locations across DFW and 2,300 offices nationwide. Learn more about our job opportunities at libertytax.com hiring or call your local Liberty Tax office today. Craving something flavorful? Replace that bloated
4: burrito feeling with Smoothie King's new Power Meal Smoothies. With three delicious flavors like cinnamon banana, blueberry raspberry, and spinach pineapple, you can fill up on flavor, not calories. Each meal replacement smoothie is packed with 20 grams of protein, 7 grams of fiber, and 23 vitamins and minerals, all under 350 calories with 0 grams of added sugar. So next time you want something flavorful, swap fast food for a Power Meal smoothie. Order today on the Smoothie King app.
3: Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Darren Woodson, former Dallas Cowboy player and Super Bowl champion. When I played in the NFL at a high level, I relied on my vision to see the field. As I started getting older, I noticed my vision wasn't as good, and I was getting frustrated from wearing my glasses all day. I went to Laser Care Eye Center, and Dr. G talked about all the options. Thanks to technology and Laser Care Eye Center, I can see near, far, and between. Don't fumble your vision any longer. Visit them at DFWeyes.com and tell them Darren sent you. They got me back on my game. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three hour long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Light and 10 gallon hats while yelling, How about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. This, this is, is the
1: DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. Thank you very much uh, there, Beamer. We're back here with the Draft Show, again, sponsored by Miller Lite. Uh, it's tax season, if you guys didn't know that. Uh, it can be stressful, yep. just like picking these players. A last-second Hail Mary with the game on the line. Overcome your tax – tax uh, – <laughs> your anxiety? tax, tax like tax anxiety. Today with Liberty Tax, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Book an appointment with LibertyTax.com/Cowboys. I had some tax anxiety reading that. The
0: anxiety is real. Is it really? It's a real thing.
2: Oh. I've, I've got I've got plenty of it. Yeah. I, yeah. Listen. I had to write a big old check.
0: That's why I've been procrastinating. I, 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 I'm
2: going to have to write a check that begins with a seven and it's not hundred. Oh,
0: barnacles, Bobby. That's mm-hmm. what
2: that's what you get for
1: having seventeen
2: jobs. Yeah, there's, there's more in this than just coffee. Gotcha. All right,
0: <laughs> listen. Good for you, buddy. Got gotcha. it. Live your life, man.
1: <laughs> you got it. All right, let's get to this. One of my favorite things that we've always done here on the draft show. We'll do a little Twitter, Twitter on the 20. 20, 20, 20, twenty. twenty, You like that, huh?
0: Yeah, it's, it's my thing. That yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks
1: to Ed Cahill and those for uh, helping Ed. create all that whole thing. All right. This question comes from Live Free Today and Don't Worry About Tomorrow. Okay. Live Free Today, Don't Worry About Tomorrow. If someone fell to 26, would you draft them, say, like a Will Levis, quarterback from Kentucky? I'm
0: going to (laughs) fight. I'm going to be punching the air. A quarterback? That's all?
2: Absolutely not.
0: I'm gonna be punching. And the it's air.
2: not just because I'm the the biggest Dak Prescott proponent this side of Starksville. It's the fact that again we talk about the way you're using your resources. Uh, Pick twenty seven. In 2017, the last first-round player the Cowboys had on the board was Dalvin Cook. It did not matter to them. They weren't picking a running back at 27 because they had Ezekiel Elliott here. It just wasn't going to be the way that they were going to use their resources. Um, And so could they pick a quarterback somewhere in the – maybe they get to the second round and somebody's there. Maybe they get to the third and they they think somebody's there and go, this is just too good a value for us to pass up on a day two. Maybe they would do something like that. But even in the first round, I just – I can't say. I think they would hold somebody hostage for that. You want to come up to 26 and get Levis? Come trade with us.
4: That's a dream scenario for me. Yeah. Uh, because then I think that you're going to be able to move out of the first round. I think you might be able to pick up a one for next year. And there's a team that wants to come up and go get that guy, so they have a fifth-year option on him. Now, the question was, would you do this, right? It wasn't what the Cowboys do. This Cowboys aren't doing it. I would do this. I think Will Levis is a player that I would I would gamble on. Oh. And I got... I got some doubts. What if your quarterback's good? The quarterback is good. So what are what are you doing? Uh, maybe I'm trying to find a great quarterback and not a good quarterback.
2: And if you're you're willing to, to take the gamble on Levis, who is, I think, still raw, you're willing to take that gamble knowing you have the most important position already locked up and lots of other questions but while I could, you're still trying to win in that window. I could
4: maybe try and improve on that quarterback, right? And it's the most valuable position in the sport. And if I hit on it, and let's say – Let's say Dak ends up balling out, wins an MVP under the new McCarthy system, and Mm -hmm. you end up winning a Super Bowl. Now I've got a trade chip here, and what's collateral? What's your your trade chip? Well, is that not valuable to have the collateral? I feel that. And Will Levis, and now I can flip that and I can get more picks.
2: Trading Levis. Here's the thing: I think if you drafted a Will Levis and he never saw the field, the most you could get back is a first. And so all you're doing is delaying having the access to the player for two years, and you don't get the benefit of. It's not like you're going to get more than that by picking well of us. You're just penalizing yourself from reaping the benefits of a 1st round. I think
4: it's a fun conversation to have. I, I wouldn't be opposed I'm telling you why. To, I wouldn't wrong. be opposed to doing this, and especially for a football team that doesn't seem like they're in a position to really take a quarterback much. If you have a guy that is a top-ten talent that falls into your lap and you don't consider that, I think it's malpractice.
0: Is he top-ten any other year in a different quarterback class?
4: Next year— he would not be talked about. Probably in the top. He he definitely he might be number three oh. or four. I mean it depends on Hartman. Hartman might be ahead of him. I mean he's not he's not ahead Hartman, of Williams Hartman's or May. Hartman's
2: twenty seven years old. <laughs> uh, he's not a, lot really, of, a lot of these, I mean, guys, lot of these guys
1: are though because of the COVID. They all they all gave him an Look, extra year. I, mean,
2: I mean Will Levis to me a hundred percent is the number one quarterback in last year's class. Like, he's better than Pickett to me. Oh, absolutely. He's tough as
4: nails. His right tackle trying to get him murdered every single play. He
2: would have been number one last year. And I like Levis. Like, I think Levis is a good player. It's just that's not the correct use of resources. And when you look at taking somebody like Levis, while well, you say you could get better, you could be great at the position, right? How How long until a player like Will Levis do you think is legitimately – Passing Dak if he's going to if he if you say Will Levis is going to be a better quarterback than Dak Prescott one day okay how long is that going to be two years it's, it's two years he sits so it'd be the third year so that's a long time to wait on a chip that's you're not even evaluating it probably you're it's, not
1: buying into the Brock Purdy syndrome Well, the veteran quarterback that's oh, played a lot of snaps
2: oh, oh there has been a I, I don't know if you saw the same article I did uh, the Sports Illustrated had an article that was really great this week uh, from Connor Orr that talked about the Brock Purdy effect that there are yeah. people using this term around the league right now that typically Guys m- that play a lot of snaps. The more film you put on yeah. tape, the more you give them to the nitpick at quarterback. Yeah. And that in the past that's been a ding for them. And they'll take the the chance on a Trey Lance who has a little bit of tape over the other stuff. And that Purdy has maybe changed the view for some people on Hendon Hooker, on Max Duggan. I love Hendon Hooker, by on, the way. You know. I do too. On whoever else. And so, you know, that that's something that could end up benefiting them, could benefit Malik Cunningham, guys like this. And so uh, I, I think it's interesting. Uh, I think Will Levis is a good player. I think it is uh, – when you say malpractice, I think malpractice is taking the quarterback. Well,
4: and again, sort of I, I don't think they would, but if you're not having that conversation, what are you doing? It's the most important position, and you you haven't been able to get the drive from your guy two years in a row, how, three minutes left, go get it. How and ba- your guy hadn't done it, Bobby. There,
2: there were conversations on this exact show – about would you trade Dak Prescott for the chance to draft Baker Mayfield? And unanimously, everybody's like, yep, absolutely. It's like, okay, bird in the hand versus two in the bush. You've got an issue there where if you would have made that deal, when people were arguing for that deal, like, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. You know how far back this franchise would have gotten set if you'd done that deal? Same sort of thing. You are risking setting your franchise back, taking a quarterback at 26.
4: You absolutely are. And
0: then the conversation. God, lordy. Risk
2: versus reward.
0: Don't nobody want to hear that? Nobody I personally don't want to hear about.
4: Oh, the drama that comes with that?
0: Oh, my God. I mean, like, we just want to watch football like the ruckus it would cause would just drive it in itself it It don't matter what quarterback they draft or when they draft a quarterback it's gonna bring up conversations so first round
3: yeah
0: it's gonna be the talk of the town for the first two months and we just want to talk about all the other players
4: again i'm moving out of that spot i'm letting somebody else come up so i can get an extra one okay that that leads me to this question from eric (laughs) Icorn.
1: and uh, eric said Okay, he's asking what players would have to be off the board at 26 in order for you to feel that the Cowboys had been wiped out and would start to think about dropping back. Now, Mm. we all talked about players that we would take potentially at 26. But, okay, our guys are starting not to be on that board. Are we interested in blowing the hatches on this thing and diving to the bottom? Or are we we just gonna stand in there and and just trust the board and make the pick of whoever's on that board?
0: I think you trust the board just because you need, I don't even gonna say you you need, there's plenty of positions that you could get better from, like, and make your team better. I mean, specifically the offense, like, I guess you wanna talk about, but like, if they took a good DT, at 26, I wouldn't be mad. They took a receiver at 26, I wouldn't be mad. They took a good tight end at 26, I wouldn't be mad. Like, if they took a good guard at 26, I wouldn't be mad. Like, is that how y'all feel, or do y'all, like, it, it matters? What,
2: uh, so, I guess the best way to just probably just limit it to positions to try and figure if out. The,
1: if the guys that you were fighting for are no longer on that board... Does it, does it make you want to bail?
2: Yes. I yeah. mean, that makes me want to bail every time. I want to bail if, if, the, if the right player's not there. I guess it just comes down to like, okay, so tackle a position, running back. Who would have to be off the board for me to feel like I was wiped out at running back? All right, Bijan Robinson would have to be off the board. Yeah, I'm not taking Gibbs at 26. I'm not either. I'm just, and I like Gibbs. It's just I'm not going to go there for Boy, that. Well, you two are cowards. I, no, not, because
4: I, I like Zach Charbonnet that I can oh. take in the second round, or Tajay Spears, who's an absolute beast we that I can take in the third. We just talked about how do, damn so, good Gibbs
1: is. So yeah, but I, I sat out on that topic. Where do you have Gibbs?
4: you how are your backs? How my, your he's, backs? He's my RB two. I got Charbonnet as my RB three, and I think Charbonnet is. But you wouldn't take him? Pretty close. But I, you
0: already in the second round almost. You wouldn't take him? You really wouldn't
1: take him. Take would you? It to us. I,
4: I don't know that I'm taking him at 26. I'd rather. But ha- you got
1: him as your second best back.
4: I know, but I think I'd rather go ahead and trade back and go ahead and, and get some extra How draft capital.
2: How far back? It's you, great. you want to go back to 31 and hold that 50 year option? Or you want to go into the early second?
4: I'm a running back. Do I need the fifth year option?
2: I think running back is where you most need the fifth year option. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I don't know that because I have to that's, have that's that's it. That's where you get the most value out of it, I think. I, I, so, I hear you there, but I don't
4: know that I have to have it.
2: Bijan Robinson at running back. The receivers who would have to be off the board for me would be Johnston, Addison, Smith, and Jigba. The tight ends would have to be on the, off the board would be Musgrave and Kincaid. Um, and that would make for me, me as well. feel yeah. Corners, uh, I mean, you'd have to have Gonzalez, Porter. Porter. Witherspoon, Gonzalez. Cam Smith. Banks those are the corners. that I would What about be, Forbes? Are I you out on Forbes Yeah, the,
0: the size thing is very alarming. To I'd still take Forbes. Forbes, is,
2: Forbes, I, love Forbes is.
0: Is. I love Forbes, but
1: man,
4: he's 166 pounds. Yeah, I'm like sorry. But you
1: sorry. know what, to be yeah, fair, I, I don't so mean yeah, to be that right guy, but right I am that guy right now. Right that to,
4: guy played in the SEC, played big yeah, boy right, football. Damn right, he played at a high level. level. And the, and the <laughs> size wasn't an issue there. It was I'm never, it's not a problem to me, but I'm tired of arguing
0: people. I'm tired of arguing with people about it. Hey,
2: I'm team Forbes. Look, to be fair, yeah, he's 166 pounds, and there's a whole bunch of receivers coming to this class that are 173 and 178 and like I mean so I mean there's there's plenty of you I mean you're talking about putting Forbes on Devonte Smith who's 112 pounds dripping wet yeah. and so uh, I, I mean I think we need that, to rethink that, the weight stuff that would we be the, really that do. would be the argument you could you could probably it's hard make. for me I have a lot of history with this <laughs> that would be the argument you could make uh, would be look there these receivers are getting smaller too this isn't yeah it, I'm interested to look at. I need to look that up I want to see what the the you go back over the last 20 years i want to see each five-year trend of what the average weight of the receivers and if they're going down but that would be the argument for him but still as athletic as he is as good a player as he is 166 pound corner is terrifying to me
0: what about Brian? Cowards. Branch? What about Brian Branch from Alabama? He are, looks are tiny there, too. Are there any safeties? That's what you I'm saying. You think
2: he's tiny? I'm not are taking. Any, I'm not taking any of this. I think he looks any tiny safeties? on
1: tape. He's. He's. Any, I, li- I like the player, but he looks
0: small That's too. That's what I'm asking. No. Is, is there any safety that you're okay? What's your in the first round? Uh, well, I don't. I don't have. have a, I don't
2: have a first round Branch, safety. Branch isn't a safety to me. Branch is a corner. Um, That's fair. I. Yeah, I don't have a safety in the first round. There wouldn't oh, be a safety. Okay, there. Okay,
1: let me ask you this then. The way we're talking right now. We don't feel like we can get wiped out.
0: I just said that. No, there's going to be. Yeah, oh, I'm no, sorry. I, I'm sorry. Well, not. I mean, and I was trying to say that is that like what's wiped out to them because they're they just, have
4: a they lot got, of options.
0: Yes,
1: they have. So good. We're okay. You're not. In, we're not going to bail then because you guys feel like that we got options there to pick. Well, I don't. I don't.
2: I don't know because I mean, I've, I've, there have been. If, let's look back over the past in recent years. Um, you know, I, I think. There have been three, four years in a row, and obviously CD was a different scenario, but I think there have been a, a few years. 2017, I remember the chatter was there's no way you're completely wiped out on the edge rushers. And technically they weren't. TJ Watt was there. But like, you know, there's no way you're wiped out on the edge rushers. And then we saw a bunch of them. McKinley, Charles Harris, a yeah. bunch of them went right leading up to you. You had the uh when they were picking tenth and they traded down to twelfth to pick Micah, where Three picks to you, and the players left on the board were Sewell, Horn, and Sertan. And you were like, one of these guys, one of these exactly. might be able to sneak here. And then three, boom, 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 they go right in yeah. a row. And, you know, same sort of thing uh, last year where we were sitting there watching and going, you know, could this guy slide down? Could this slide? Like, like okay, Penning could get here. Uh, you could get uh, Traylon Burks to you. Somebody's going to be there, Zion Johnson. And then boom, 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 they go down. And so I like to think. Maybe out of the players I listed at corner and those other positions, maybe they Sorry. one or two of maybe. them I would like to think would be there. But I've seen a history now of several years of me thinking one or two of them gets there and then they don't. Yeah, because of the
4: run
1: on a certain we got, position. We got. If you're watching on the video right now, uh, we got Brian branch up there from alabama alabama's got three safeties Boys branch
2: but, did not test well
1: that's what i'm saying though yeah.
2: that's what I'm but sa- i like him i like see, Branch that's too that, i would take him if he's there well, see
1: that's the thing i'm going to tuscaloosa i'm getting him faster i'm getting him better jumps i'm doing whatever i have to if i like the player that much i'm going to do
4: that i'm
0: only saying because if you're talking about i think this guy plays better Close to the line of scrimmage. I think you're I think absolutely he right about that. Needs to be mm-hmm. in yeah. the box. Downhill player. Yeah, yep. absolutely. He, yep. he doesn't miss tackles like that. And if you are talking about this conversation with with Donovan Wilson or whatever, if you are trying to replace that, he he does so much, dude. Like I know that people think it's a quick thing, like oh yeah, you can find another Donovan. But like it's, he's so active, he does so much for your run game. I just feel like if you are gonna get somebody to replace him, it needs to be somebody that is okay playing close to the line of scrimmage.
2: Brand- Branch, Branch has – Branch is not the most skilled player across the board. I think out of the first-round type of players, there's an argument I think you could make that Branch has the fewest holes in his game for the position of, like, mm. the players in the first-round period, I, like any position anywhere. I think that Branch is the most solid across the board in terms of – there's not a whole bunch of glaring issues with Brian Branch to me.
0: Let me see.
1: That's a, that's a, that's a good point. I was kind of thinking of the guys I was looking – I think Robertson's that guy for me. You know, and I'm, I'm, you know, the whole thing too with Porter, Gonzalez, Witherspoon, those guys. I need to, that those corners. I think I got them in the right order there. I, I like think, Witherspoon. Too. I do. I like Witherspoon. All right. Well, listen. Thanks to everybody who fired their questions in uh, for Twitter on the twenty today. Uh, when we return, we're going to do a little drafting for the NFC East. We'll do that next on the draft show.
3: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. Want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This
1: This is the DallasCowboys.com
4: Draft Show.
1: And we're back here with the Draft Show presented by Miller Lite. The only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Miller time. also want to alert you guys. Uh, We got the ACM is coming up, the American Country Music
0: Awards. Are oh, coming I was up. like, "What's that, y'all?" Yeah, y'all gotta tell me.
1: This is uh, this is how we country.
2: It's here at the Star
1: Country Music Party of the Year is coming to the Ford Center, the Star at Frisco. Uh, the Academy of, uh, of Country Music Awards are always bringing you the country music's brightest stars together under one roof, and no one does country like Texas. Witness history on May 11th. Get your tickets at SeatGeek.com. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us here. Uh, we're in the final segment of the draft show. We're going to do a little drafting for the uh, the NFC East here. And what I've done is I've taken the team, and we're going to go in the order of how they pick. So the Philadelphia Eagles will be the first on the clock at number 10. The Washington Commanders will be then on the clock at 16. Your New York football Giants will be on the clock at 25, and your Dallas Cowboys will be on the clock at 26. So we will start with the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles team needs cornerback, running back, safety, linebacker, wide receiver. I'm going to give you a choice. The Eagles can either draft Joey Porter, cornerback out of Penn State, or they can draft Bijan Robinson, running back out of Texas. Mm.
0: they going to take Bijan to hurt our feelings. Why? Okay. It's not, a, it's not. It's not. It's not. You guys discuss game. it. You guys the, discuss it. And okay, tell me who. Discuss it. Yeah.
1: You guys discuss it and tell me who you think the best pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I agree with you. They're gonna. They're gonna break your heart one way or another with if one he, of these players.
0: They see the buzz. They see the buzz. Better player, Bijan, uh, yes. undoubtedly.
2: Best player. To me, still the best player I've ranked in the draft.
4: Yeah. Bijan's the better player between the two. Uh, better position value. Porter corner, I think. I think Porter's the best corner in the draft.
2: If I, what I would argue for, if I was Philadelphia and we're looking at, okay, we got Porter and Bijan Robinson here. How cute do we want to get? Oh yeah, because mm. uh, that's the question. Is that are you window dressing the board?
1: They got another pick. You've there. got they, another
2: pick at thirty, yeah. and I say, just if if I'm kicking this around, I go look. We need to address corner. and We need to address running back. Which do I feel better about? Do I feel better about taking Bijan Robinson now? And then taking Gibbs. Keely Ringo at thirty. Okay. By the way, or do way, I feel better about Porter now and Gibbs at thirty? I feel better about Porter and Gibbs. Real yeah, quick, me too. this
1: is—I've based this off Dane Brugler's mock draft, and so I'm giving you players like if you wanted Gonzalez or Witherspoon or one of those, they're gone. So I'm giving you players that are available to you. You mm-hmm. can you can talk about because Gonzalez was already gone for a corner, or on, this is off Dane Brugler's mock
4: draft. And I think for Philly, we just saw. The impact that having a legit corner opposite Slay and what it meant for their defense, and they might lose Bradbury.
0: Well, and then, but at the same token, I feel like that we also saw how having the ball in your quarterback's hands hurt you towards the end of the season because he was banged up, and so maybe they are going into this next season saying. We want to take the ball out of his hands a little bit more. We want a more dynamic running game, and they've done it by committee. But being down at the combine, it didn't sound like Miles Sanders was coming back, no. from what I know. So, you're you're you might need to address that anyway. And they petty, and if they had the opportunity, but could you see Philly maybe shopping a top ten pick, a, yeah. Oh, a yeah. pick? Yeah, yeah. When, I can see how he's talking about it. I'm yeah. like. You might get there and people might still want a quarterback. People yeah. might still want so I don't know.
2: I I a Porter. If I'm sitting in here I'm saying get Porter now because I think there's a much better chance the corner class thins out at 30 than the running backs do. And even if <laughs> I'm not even if I'm not getting Bajan Robinson, I think I could get Gibbs potentially yeah, okay. at 30. Yeah. And, and the the scheme that I run is very favorable to the running game, and I think masks some deficiencies in certain running backs, and so I think you can have success there. I need the best corner that I can get. Either way, they can bleep themselves because I love both those players and I hate them.
1: So the group agrees that you would go for Porter here. Yeah, Porter here, and then and let Robinson slide. All Where the are way. you going? I think that I would go with. Uh, I think I would go with Robinson. Is what I would. Robinson's
2: make. a better player, and I would. And, I,
1: and then I would. And then I would. I would tag one, I'd find one of these corners on the back end. All right, we go to the commanders. They're now on the clock at sixteen. Their needs are quarterback with a Q, quarterback, cornerback with a C, guard, tight end, linebacker. Your choices are Devin Witherspoon, cornerback Illinois, or Michael Mayer, or any plug any one of the tight ends you want. Now, you know, you could you could plug it, but at this point, Michael Mayer, I did it because he's the best tight end on my board, but you could plug in Kincaid or one of those others, but we're talking at 16 right now. Would you take Witherspoon or Michael Mayer? And I'm wiped at quarterback at this point? Yes. You do not have a quarterback on the board.
4: Uh, Who's our tight
0: end after Goddard?
4: Logan Thomas.
0: I don't see it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is Washington. Washington. Got her, we're, got in the command, we're in the commanders.
0: Oh, tater tots. Yeah. Um.
4: Uh, I would go with Witherspoon over Mayer. I, I've got Witherspoon rated a little bit higher. I like Mayer a lot. I think he's good. But I Thomas is just – he's got injury issues. You Do you have Kincaid number one? I've got Kincaid number one. He's my top tight end. K-
2: Kincaid – No, Musgrave.
4: Musgrave.
0: Cool. For tight, for tight end. Yeah. yeah,
2: who's your top tight end?
0: Oh, Kincaid.
2: Who's – can I ask – who the top offensive lineman is on the board? Do you have that? Or am I ruining no, your game? I'm, I'm just saying, goal. okay, then I won't you have ruin a choice. your game. Fine, then it's Witherspoon. I don't even think about a tight end if it's between a tight end and a corner from, from Washington. The only thing that would give me some pause is depending on what the quality of the offensive line was.
0: Because you made the good point again of like... Cornerback falls off far faster. Their he, offensive he, he line was in, in Washington.
2: Yeah, you don't you
1: brutal. don't have a chance for Sharonsky or anything like that. Okay, yeah, then Johnson, I mean, then
2: or, give me give me Witherspoon. Yeah,
4: and it's going to be good because I think C.D. Lamb is going to give him fits, and he's going to grab him and get flagged all day. You know, it's sound like a Witherspoon fan. Nah. I'm not as high on Witherspoon as others are.
2: I'm not either, but I would take him uh, right there over. Oh yeah, me too. He got
0: to be in the right place. He does. He mm-hmm. got to be in the right place, the right coaches, the right situation for him to see, because he is such a aggressive and like oh, his he is. attitude is so. I mean, I'm like, is this man a strong safety like he played? I put
4: in my notes? Is he a safety?
2: I, I know Aisha.
4: We're on the same. And I think his teammates better in Martin
2: for for all the for all the chatter about Tyler Smith and how heavily penalized he was and how much he holds mm-hmm. and what oh, was this going to carry over the next level? I think way more consistently grabbiness at corner in college translates to a grabby corner in the NFL. And that always freaks me. And he does. He grabs a lot. He, he does. does. I feel yeah. like he's going to get flagged a Go lot. Go watch
4: Michigan, and he cost them that game. Michigan targeted him in that final drive. He had two penalties and set up Michigan for the game-winning field goal.
1: So you guys are taking Witherspoon, the
4: grabby guy, right? Yep. We good. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Set Asia? up Washington.
0: Fine. I mean, who? I said yeah, dang. I
4: mean, you want to give him Kincaid?
0: No. Okay.
2: Thank goodness. No. <laughs> who are you? Who are you taking?
1: I think I would take. Uh, I think I would take Witherspoon. Okay, is what I would do. All right, here we go. The New York Football Giants are on the clock at twenty-five. Needs wide receiver, cornerback with a C, center, guard, safety, linebacker. Jordan Addison, wide receiver, USC's on the board. Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback, Mississippi State is on the board. Who would you take between Addison? And Forbes at 25 for the Giants.
2: Boy, do those two guys, their weight combined, add up to Osiris Torrance? I'm those really are skinny players tired right there. Of you, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking, you know, Addison, and I know that Dane's brought this point up before, I believe. There is some familiarity in terms of with the route running and how clean he is with Addison with Stefan Diggs. And Stefan Diggs and the success that that. Giants coaching staff had with him in, mm-hmm. ball, in Buffalo. Um, I I would be really intrigued by the idea of getting a weapon like that there to Daniel Jones, especially if you've invested in your quarterback like that, mm-hmm. I think you should start investing in some weapons for him. And so uh, I, I think that's an easy Jordan Addison. It's real yeah. simple
0: for me
1: too. Uh, Addison?
2: Yeah, I agree. All right,
1: let's move on to your Dallas Cowboys then. Addison's the pick at 25. All right, Dallas football Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, okay, needs, they're looking at corner, Mm-hmm. Guard, mm-hmm. receiver, safety, tight end. Here are your names at twenty six. According to Dane Burglar, they're on your board: Cam Smith, Dalton Kincaid, Osiris Torrance, Quinton Johnston. You got a corner, a tight end, a guard, and a wide receiver. Cam Smith, the corner; Dalton Kincaid, the tight end; Osiris Torrance, the guard. Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU. Cowboys, you're on the clock.
4: Mm. Best player. Talk it out among yourselves. For me,
2: is Kincaid. It's
0: the tight end. It's,
2: Kincaid is it's the best the of end, those. Man. If I if I felt any better about Quentin Johnston's play strength, I'd go with him.
0: Well, I mean, but then when you talk about the size and all that stuff, and you look at Kincaid and all the stuff he can do receiver wise, no offense to Quentin Johnston. I'm just like
2: Quentin Johnston is, to me, if I felt better about his play strength, if I felt better about him getting off the line of scrimmage with press and everything, I think he is the perfect fit for some of these concepts that they're talking about running on offense next year. I just I don't know if the play strength and the toughness at the catch point is – is that? That's just what I'd have to have a question. On. If somebody could convince me, in the like, if I was in that room with them, and that Johnston
1: makes a lot of plays down the field, yeah, the, he if does. The, if
2: the scouts could convince me, like, if there was somebody in the room, like, argue, and could convince me, Quentin Johnson's play strength isn't going to be an issue. Here's why, or this is why this is going to be okay. Then I'd feel better about it. If I had any lingering questions about it, I would go probably. Did kick you guys kick. not Did see a can... guy
1: that competes? But yeah, I I no, I saw,
2: I saw a guy that competes. I just I, I don't know that he has the. He's just he gets. Bullied, I feel like too much for his size, like in the short and intermediate game, and that's going to be a lot of what they're doing next year, passing the ball. Yeah,
0: well, I think a lot.
2: And I really like Quinn well, watching Johnston. the
1: highlights. Uh, Chris Beam's got the highlights up on the board. You think that for some them. of
0: it ain't got to ain't got to do with just the scheme they run, also, too? I mean, no, he I don't. was that he seemed like they're down? I think the he's floor. open no, no, a
4: think. lot. There's times where he just takes over games, like Max Duggan is just feeding him.
2: Oh, this, this they him. they do not they don't make the CFP without him doing what he did in October against those ranked teams. When they, when they went well, on that stretch like of four. Five, five four, and he, four and he, games a row they won. Yeah, one, and, yeah. He was put, and against ranked teams. And he was putting up like 170. And one, he absolutely is really good. For what this team is going to do next year and what he'd have to run, the kind of you know route tree that he'd run here, I would guess in all likelihood, the question to me is can he – can he beat those press man corners like is he going to get knocked off his route too easy everything about timing and the the real specificity of it and and being just dead on I'd have to be certain that he could do that, but that against press. But got, That could Scout? be the
0: argument to me, but I think that could be the argument for a lot of these receivers because they a lot of them are undersized. So, I mean, I guess you could say, like, are, can these, are these guys winning? Are these guys going to be able to win with the route running or with their power? I think play strength is something he can improve on.
2: I uh, yeah, also I mean, think you'd, you'd hope. But I mean, he's, he he was two oh eight.
4: Massive in drop, Indy. massive drop off in receiver, in my opinion here, compared to these other two positions. Like Kincaid, if we're going best player available for me, it's Kincaid. Yeah, I think you can find. I think corner stretches. I think tight end might stretch. I don't think receiver does. I think I'd feel better about going Quentin Johnson. Now I love Cam Smith.
1: Yeah, I, I mean,
4: I, I think Cam Smith would be in serious consideration here. I mean, that dude talks. He plays with a swagger. I think I'd, I'd have a lot of fun pairing him with Trayvon Diggs, and they were desperate for a number two corner.
2: If I if I take a receiver or a tight end in the first round, I'm not taking the other position till day three. You got two. To me, you got two right, other let things. Let me change
1: going something on. here for you then a little bit. Yeah, we're not allowed on our show here to talk about specific players. But there's rumors about certain receivers that might be available. Now, we could talk about Beckham. Mm. Sure. Okay, we could talk about him because he is on the street, but we can't talk about other th- things
2: that are there. Sure, other unnamed veterans out if, there.
1: If, if all of a sudden, free agency, they added one of these wide receivers, mm-hmm. now draft it, not, not taking Quentin Johnston. Take it with Smith, Kincaid, and, and go from there. And, and Torrance. Because you're probably not going to draft a wide receiver if you, in fact, traded for one or signed one. This is tough.
2: If if you have Smith, Kincaid, Torrance, and you've added a receiver, and and it would depend on who it is. But my inclination would be Torrance is by far the last of those to me. Uh, I would probably... (sighs) Kincaid... Still, why are you just disgusted? You sound like you're disgusted. I mean, because, I, I because love that I, you're going I d- to because I, uh, whoever you're adding in free agency, is still a very short-term solution, for for an offense that I think needs to grow together. Yeah. Um And so, because of that, now if you're telling me, and there's no receiver out there like this, let's say there's a receiver on the trade market who's 24 years old, who's fallen out of favor, but is a stud, and they go get and acquire him and give an extension, something like that. Uh, if they were to do something like that, then all of a sudden I'm changing my priorities and I'm not worried about tight end. But in ter- I need an immediate long-term weapon here in the passing game. So whether that's a receiver or a tight end, whatever it is. And I don't know that a free agent move for a veteran who's past 30 or whatever may do that for me.
0: I, I also want to say, like, I feel like we have a whole bunch of faith. And I, and I love Henny and Furt. Love what they do. But the tight end position is intricate. It takes time to completely understand it and to grow into it and these guys haven't gotten a grown man body Henny deal he dealt with some soft tissue stuff you know I still think you want to shore up that room like progressively like even though those guys showed us great things this past year I think it is kind of irrational to just be like yeah you're totally fine there like heck no like I would definitely be trying to still add to what they have because they still have a lot to learn about the position.
2: They'll they'll add, yeah, I definitely would still be in favor of adding so a tight Kinkai. end, but if I'm taking a receiver at twenty six, then I'm probably not even bothering with tight end until the fourth round though. Like the cause I've got other issues at play. I'm not gonna add a receiver and a tight end and ignore a lot of questions at, at corner, uh questions with what you're doing at running back and and all those sorts of things. I'm
4: taking Cam Smith.
0: I ah. oh even ahead. over right. Kincaid and yeah, all
2: yeah, that. So, so what guy, are we voting? I'm voting Kincaid.
4: Kincaid?
0: I'm voting Kincaid also too.
4: I'm not going to fight. I mean, he's my he'd be my number one player out of the bunch. Who are you voting for, Brian? Is... But I think I they I, got a desperate needed corner. I think
1: it, saying all the things if they don't grab a wide receiver, I would take Johnston is who I would take. Okay, at right. TCU is who I would take. Mm. All right, that brings us to the end of the draft show for another week. We appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, thank you so much uh, around the world. Uh, we thank you for your questions, uh, your comments. Uh, Make sure you uh, interact with us the best you can on Twitter, and uh, we will do our best to uh, continue to uh, investigate and educate. That's what the show is all about for uh, Aisha Morrison, for Zach Wolchuk, and for Bobby Belt and Chris Beam. I'm Brian Bruss. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time on The Draft Show. This has been a production of
3: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?